I did come to eventually discover that it's not really what happens to you. It's not the, the storyline. It's how you respond, how you rise to it, how you, um, what you do with it. Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast, and I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host. I'm talking today to another old friend of mine. I have a lot of cool friends, right? Um, it's uh, Doug Motel. He's an award-winning playwright and actor, author, coach, artist, and a popular international speaker on the subject of storytelling for business. He might be embarrassed to hear me say it, but he's kind of the quintessential renaissance man. Last year, he was leading a conference in Hawaii, and he had a personal revelation. He realized that, you know, he was doing all that stuff, playwright, actor, author, coach, all the stuff. And he realized he needed to pick a lane, as he puts it. And that inspired him, after some thought, to launch a new business capitalizing on all the marketing expertise he's garnered over the years, making his tools and tactics available to other businesses to use to tell their story. And I can't wait for you to hear his story. It's, it's really cool. Um, I'll let him tell it. Let's go. Hey, Doug. Thank you so much for being with me. <laughs> it's great to be with you, Yvonne. It's <laughs> great to see you. <laughs> great to see you, too. I think... For those of you listening, I think Doug's laughing because we just had a 20-minute conversation before we started in with you guys. So hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but it's also podcasting. good to just tell you that it's good to see you. It is I haven't seen you in so long. And, I know. Um, and this is, this is also a very auspicious day, you know? It is. Um, for me. And um, so I'm glad to be spending the morning of it with you. It is. And, you know, so for those of you listening, um, Doug and I are speaking on 9-11-2020. And uh, when we scheduled the call, Doug, I had no idea. I didn't think about it. And wow. uh, Yeah. Yeah, man. So it was an auspicious day for you. And I, I just want to acknowledge that before we go on then. What did you lose somebody on that day? Or was it just the feeling of having, were you in, you were in the city, right? Yeah, I was in the city. I had just I. moved back to Manhattan. So, um, you know, just slight backstory. I uh, ran away from home as a teenager from Atlantic City, New Jersey, and I wow. moved to Manhattan and um, uh, to be, you know, a celebrity. <laughs> uh, and, as um, you do. So I... As one does, right, to become famous. I really didn't care what I was famous to be famous for. Uh, uh, but, um, you know, then I moved to Los Angeles and I lived in Los Angeles for a long time. And then I moved back to New York because a play that I had written was supposed to go to Broadway. And this was, was Shiva right. Arms? Shiva was Arms. It? it was? Yeah. Shiva, yeah. Okay. Shiva Arms. Yeah. Um, and um, so we were, uh, so I hadn't moved back. They told me that I needed to move back to New York. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I had a house and a dog and a life, you know, in LA. Um, and, uh, and I was almost 40 years old. I was just about, you know, to turn 40. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to start all over again back in New York City. And, but I did, and I needed, you know, how to have some sort of a temp job. And so I got a temp job in a, um, in a web development company. And I, when I interviewed for the job, they showed me my desk, which was a desk. We were just a few blocks north of the World Trade Center. Hmm. And um, my desk 
was a facing a big glass wall that faced the World Trade Center. And my first day on the job was Monday, September 10th. And yeah, so my second day on the job was September 11th. And I got to my desk as the second plane um, dove into the second uh -huh. tower. And, um, and it was a it was just a very surreal day. The owner of the company, who's this incredible, powerful woman, she had gotten it into her head that she was going to drive all of us home. So we Aww. were, um, yeah, so Aww. we were all, so she encouraged us to not leave. So we were oh just staying gosh. in the building. And all with, I mean, what a great impulse of hers and not realizing that that was going to be completely undoable. Oh my gosh. Yeah completely wow. undoable and so as a result i basically just paced in front of my desk until two o'clock in the afternoon uh, i watched 200 people jump um oh, you know watch the buildings fall watch look down and saw all the people walking covered in dust and um so it was a um and yeah and so i i was i was very um let's say impacted by that experience oh my gosh. um uh i literally woke up every night screaming uh for about a year wow. um and um i made uh an enormous reassessment of my priorities as a result and uh, like i said i was about to be i was i was almost 40 years old and um really 9-11, it's why it's so interesting that you and I are talking today, um, 19 years later, but 9-11 um, was the beginning of a huge shift for me in terms of um, just reinventing myself and, um, you know, blooming, you know, as late as it was, uh, you know, I, I really, it was the beginning of a whole new life for me getting to the other side of that experience. Um, it's and, amazing, isn't it? How, um, sorry, I got a little moved. Um, it's amazing how an experience like that can, how beauty can come from it. Yes. How it can be a rebirth, you know? Um, yes. That just always is something that, that really, strikes me especially now in the middle of these yeah exactly super yeah. scary times we're in to think about well yeah it's scary you don't know where this is headed and but but there's so much possibility within it to yeah. take it and create something amazing and beautiful from it exactly you know it's like two sides of a coin you know the darkness does imply the light um and they both exist you know um and that's why i try not to be too attached to uh any of the good stuff either because it works right. the other way around it sure does it sure does it's 50 50 really i mean we're all gonna get the good stuff and we're all gonna get the the load of the load of <laughs> the bad stuff yeah. right so it's only our our deciding it's only our labeling you know it's really just mm -hmm. life you know um 
it's just life. Yeah. And we can say that it's bad stuff. We can say that it's good stuff. But, you know, I think the middle way to just be, oh, it's stuff. <laughs> um, is an easier way to live. I think that it really um, is what you it, do it prepares with the you. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's not what what happens to you really in life. It's how you respond to what happens to you. But that was a lesson for me, all the you know from throughout my whole life. You know, as as someone who was abused as a child. Um, you know, from an growing up in an abusive family, you know, I, I, I soon, and then like I said, like I ran away to New York and when I, when I was able to get away from my family environment, you know, I, I did come to eventually discover that it's not really what happens to you. It's not the, the storyline. It's how you respond, how you rise to it, how you, um, what you do with it. Because I know people who have the most incredible circumstances you can't imagine. And they, all they're looking for is more. All they're thinking about is what's missing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like being given a beautiful sugary donut and all you can see is the hole <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> oh, that's a great image. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Where's so, yeah, the it's donut just, hole? Where, yeah. <laughs> I want my donut <laughs> hole. <laughs> you oh know, so, gosh. um, yeah, so it's so great that, um, and you know, also you and I met, um, shortly after 9-11. Yeah. What year was it? 2001. Oh, when we Did met. We oh, sorry. Yeah, 2002. No, when... <laughs> we met. <laughs> we met in 2002. So, yeah. so we met because the, and then, oh my gosh. So you started dating Carrie in 2002. And yeah, then so... you were at our wedding and you recorded the video for our wedding. Which... Oh, th that's right. I remember that? I remember that now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We try to watch it just about every year if we can. Oh man, always, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. So man, oh man, we have known each other a long time. I know. Um, so you are in the middle of another, another reinvention. Yeah. You know, and and I, I just yeah. wanted to, I mean, the last time we talked, you were talking to me about um, how 2019 was a year of a lot of change for you before we even well, got to this hot mess right yeah. so well, it's, it, it's funny you know i always think of like um, you know if you want to hire yourself out as a psychic all you need to do is to tell people yeah i see you going through a lot of change <laughs> you know? people are like yes yes that's true <laughs> it's true right it's yeah. like this seems so extraordinary, but really it's happening to us all the time. Yeah, right? we're always we're always changing. So the you know, the quickest way to be right when you're giving someone a reading is to say you're going through a change a change. Oh my um, gosh. I've missed my 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 career opportunity. Maybe I need to <laughs> change things up, become a psychic. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much it wasn't so much that um I felt that 2019 was an a, a year filled especially with change. It was really that um at the end of the year, so I've been doing a workshop called Playing the Game of and then you fill in the year. 
So mm-hmm. um, I had, um, and it's usually a day workshop where I take people through the process of just looking at all of the wins and the losses of the previous year. We make lists, we write them, then we go out in the woods and we burn them, you know, uh, and then mm-hmm. we start to, you know, envision what we want the coming year to be like. And it's something I've been doing around New Year's Eve for many, many years. And this last year, I decided to do it as a retreat in Hawaii. So um, it was playing the game of 2020 on Oahu in Ka'ava and, um, and where my, my, um, my family, my father was Hawaiian, part Hawaiian. And mm-hmm. so it was an opportunity for me to see, you know, some of my Hawaiian relatives. And, um, but so the fact that I made it a retreat allowed me, I spread it out over a few days instead of it being one day. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to do the, you know, the exercises and be like a participant as well as the leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first time, really, I thought, well, let me look at it. Let me really take a look at 2019. And, and what was 2019 about? And what I realized was, I was doing so many things. I was uh, painting and exhibiting in galleries, and I was doing a podcast where I was writing all the all the character and playing all the character. I was writing plays and playing all the characters. Uh, I was, you know, um, I I was writing. I was doing so many different things, and it was this really powerful message during the um, workshop in Kaava that said to me, "Pick a lane, <laughs> just pick a lane. You know, it won't kill you." to just focus on one thing. And uh, so then it, it's just so interesting, again, kind of like what I was saying about you know, 9-11, um, just as I committed to choosing one thing out of all the things that I do that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. choosing one thing in 2020, um, the, a month later, uh, a pandemic came, which really forced me to, um, to focus even more in a way, you know, it, a lot of the, the other things that I had, it's just, it was just so weird. Cause the one thing that I focused on the one, so out of all the things that I do, I decided in 2020, what I'm going to do is help businesses tell their story online. And so I committed to that. I got really into it. And then there was talks about a pandemic and suddenly, you know, March 16th, everything shut down and I was all set up and ready to do the one thing out of all the things that I was interested in that didn't require me to leave the house. Amazing. Cause um, so of course, some of you may have picked up on this already. Doug is a very talented playwright uh, and performer and you already had an agency, right? With, with uh, a marketing agency. Would you, would you call it a marketing agency? Your well, business I, I, it was an agency. Um, it was a boutique marketing agency. So I've been helping. Uh, yeah, so right. So I'm a playwright. I've been a writer since I, I've been writing plays since I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there comes a point where for many of us, we had to go, oh, okay, there's also food. <laughs> you right. have to eat right. um, and and uh, eventually after a l- many many different many 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 different s- occupations most of them legal uh, <laughs> I, I i settled on about 20 years ago on uh taking my ability to tell stories and showing um businesses how they can tell their story via search social media, 
and public relations. So I, um, I was the director of marketing for a couple of different companies. And then I started my own, you know, boutique marketing agency where I had about four or five full-time employees. But a few years back, I really decided that I didn't want to be a boss. I didn't want to deal with, you know, office politics and people mm-hmm. projecting onto you that you're their, you're their parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I really just changed the model and made it be uh, just coaching, uh-huh. um, coaching and speaking. Sorry. So I, you know, travel around to conferences um, and, um, uh, you know, speak and, and, and I wrote a book about marketing and that got me into a lot of conferences, but a, it was primarily speaking at conferences, webinars, and a lot of Zoom one-on-one. I've been using Zoom for years. Dude, you were uh, built for this moment in time, right? You've been, yeah. Everything you, all roads lead to this yeah. uh, for what yeah. you're doing now. That's so cool. Yeah. And um, like I said, there were so many other things that I was doing. You know, I have a, um, uh, a workshop, which is about, um, it's a personal growth, growth workshop, which is about um, the storytelling that you do to yourself about yourself mm-hmm. um, called Mind Salad. And that's also, uh, which you know, you know about it. It's also the podcast and, um, and, the, and, the, and a performance piece. And I've been doing that workshop for so long. And that was something that I was thinking of do, you know, continuing on 2020, picking that lane. There was many different things that I was thinking about picking. And I ultimately chose to pick the lane of helping businesses. Um, so it's just, it's just odd, again, how, um, how these, you know, tragic times can also be um, strange soil for growing things, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't negate the, um, which is not about denying the, the feelings of, about, you know, this, um, the fear, the mm-hmm. anxiety, the depression, um, the, the drinking, you know, and yet, uh, you know, this, you know, quote unquote, um, tragic, period has turned out to be um possess some unique soil yep absolutely 2008 was it for me with that financial slowdown mm. um, right. that's when i found photography right. um and and same thing for me like in the middle of this uh this pandemic you know uh, I had declared that I was going to finally do this podcast uh, back in at the end of December. I think I outed myself to to friends and everything <laughs> on Facebook, and I was like, "Okay, no, no, I really better do it." And <laughs> yeah. then um, I was, but I was like, "How am I going to do it and keep my business going and manage the time and all the?" And um, yeah, it, it has been an odd weird blessing for me that my photography business had to shut down for three months and i was like okay well there's an opportunity here let's dive in with with everything and uh yeah use the time it's the magical pivot um i was speaking in denver last night um, not really. It was, it was a conference that won't have to be virtual, but um, I was speaking uh, for the Denver Small Business Expo last night, um, and I was talking at my, I was teaching a, um, 
a webinar on um, business storytelling in the age of COVID. And I told the audience last night that um, uh, if you don't take away anything from the from it, you know, from my talk, um, understand that this is a this is possibly the only time you will ever have as a business to reinvent boldly, you know, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's, um, we're under a little bit of a grace period here where we can be out of the box. We can try new things. We can offer new products that we have been thinking about offering that we, you know, um, this is, uh, everyone has a kind of, um, reinvention card, uh, you know, a rebranding, re 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 retelling your story card. Um, and it's probably a temporary card, <laughs> but you know, mm -hmm. now's your chance. Um, yeah. now's your chance. So seize it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not a temporary card, but the, it's like an invitation. It, it, mm -hmm. It's like the, yeah, the ultimate moment to do it. You know, I, I was thinking for, for producing this podcast, like, you know, I'm doing it from home. My kids are home. I'm hearing doors slamming in the next room, you know, not slamming, but, but I'm, here, yeah. I'm like, Oh, that door. Um, but there's a certain grace to this point in time where, you know, we're all doing the best we can. We're, yes. you know, and, and as long as you're taking that next step and that next step and that next step, that's all we can expect and hope for ourselves and for others is, you know, to have a little grace for yourself, have a little kindness, a little understanding yep. and just keep well, moving. I, yeah. I mean, I, I like to say that we are now in um, what I call post-perfectionism. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, the turning point for me was watching James Corden and his guest was Hugh Jackman. So mega, megawatt movie star, megawatt Broadway star, one of the biggest stars in the world, right? Uh -huh. So he's being zoomed in uh, for an interview on James Corden, and he is in his bedroom, and he is unshaven, and we now know that he dyes his hair because his gray roots were coming out. Oh, and, yeah. and and in the background is his wife digging through the closet. She's organizing the shoes <laughs> and she's yelling at the 15 year old to take the dog out for a walk. And the 15 year old is balking because he doesn't want to take the dog out. And this is all going on. I'm thinking this is a television appearance I by a major it. movie star. And he's like, whatever. Right. It's fantastic i mean honestly i have to tell you from 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 a photography point of from a photographer's point of view <laughs> one of the things that i am trying so hard to get away from with people with photographing families with personal branding photography that i do is getting away from that idea of having to have things look so precious and so perfect mm -hmm. and and embrace that real because there is beauty in this crazy stuff that's happening i mean that i've got to go but look that up but it'll it'll it, it just it humanizes him to see yes oh exactly. they are having the same challenges yep. as i yeah. am you yeah, know exactly to see somebody it, and to see people kind of keep moving through things 
through challenges and still doing it. It's like, you know, uh, that, that to me is, is the juice and the, and the good stuff in life. Absolutely. Just, you know, the post-perfectionism it's, it's here. Here, here. (laughs) And hopefully we're never going back. I hope, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. It's too much pressure. It is. We all just put so much pressure on ourselves to make it all look just so, you know? Yeah. 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 Wow. So, oh my gosh, Doug, we, this is just like, because I think because we started talking about 9-11, I, um, I'm like, whoa, where did it started in a whole other place than I thought. Um, I want to know. So first, first question I have is when you were leading, when you were leading that group in Hawaii and you decided to participate yourself, Mm -hmm. are you going to be doing these again? Will you you be doing, are you going to continue this every year? (laughs) Not in Hawaii, but will you try to do something? like this every year still? Yes. And will you participate? Um, that's my real question. <laughs> um, gosh, that's a good question. I can't really answer that because that was such a, a luxury, you know, to be um, on a retreat center um, in Ka'ava. Um, you know, it just, it was a very special circumstance. I mean, mm. if I do, if I do playing the game of 2021, which I think I am, um, it will be online, you know, right. it will be, it'll be virtual. Um, and, um, and I'm not sure exactly how that will all roll out. I may get, I may get a little ambitious and, um, you know, try to spread it out over a few days instead of doing, you know, just um, doing like a webinar or something like a one-off thing. I may. Right. Um, and you if know, you're spread- doing it online, it would make it really hard to participate in that same way. That would be. Maybe be. it depends on how I set it up. Like yeah. if I'm still working it out, but if I say, okay, we meet at 12, um, we all check in, we do a zoom for, you know, a half an hour. I set up what the exercise is. I answer questions. And then I say, and now we're going to check back in 90 minutes. And then we come back in that mm-hmm. 90 minutes. I may do it with everyone. So um, you're, you're getting me to sort of cr- think about that. And, and <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that. So yeah. Here, we're brainstorming live, folks. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so I guess what I want to think about is um, you chose to pick a lane. Yes. Before you did that, you had how many balls in the air? You had, you were doing, oh I know you, you were, you were painting, right? You were I was painting. I was performing. Yep. Uh, I was doing a podcast. Um, I was... Um, I was doing uh, the workshop, the mind salad workshop. I was, um, I had just actually in 2019 had launched a whole um, business um, storytelling um, thing, you know, that I was putting out there. So that like the pre- precursor to step three, uh, step three dot coach is what I ultimately came up with. And that was the thing out of all the things that I was doing, the thing that rose to the top uh, was the stuff I was doing in 2019 around, um, you know, business, helping businesses tell their story. What did you find out about like, so that's, I it was just ticking off on my hand. I'm kind of five, right? Or yeah, not, there's, right or there's more, but I can't probably remember. knowing you. Yeah. So, so that how, 
how did you feel in 2019? Like, what was that year like for you? I mean, that's a lot of It was actually really balls. exciting. It yeah? was very exciting. It was very exciting um, because whenever I got bored with something, mm -hmm. uh, a couple weeks later, I would just be like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, uh, I'm going to use powdered watercolor and um, epoxy, <laughs> you know, and then I would do that. And then I would be like, oh, um, there's a couple of songs that I want to record, uh -huh. you know, and I would do that. And so I never, I never had a chance to be bored. It was always, there was always adrenaline. There was always excitement. Uh, but the thing that I realized when I really took a look is that I had nothing to show for any of those things other than, um, you know, the, in terms of um, building, let's say, building something, mm -hmm. building something, you know, from, I mean, I am a dad and a, and a husband and, you know, a partner uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's, there are financial uh, responsibilities, requirements, and also goals. And um, mm -hmm. I realized that I spent a lot of time doing things that never, that were never given a chance to, uh, it was a lot of fun planting and then watching the little seeds pop out and go, wow, look at that, you know, <laughs> now let me plant another seed and see, wow, it's popping its head through the dirt. Wow. Let me go do another one. There was no sitting there with the fertilizer and watering and then, oh, wow, fruit. Uh -huh. Oh, and what, weeds. What? Oh, oh, let's, yeah, and take, weeding. Care of, let's oh, yeah. take care of the right. weeding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> weeding, keeping the bugs off. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then reaping the harvest. And then ultimately there was no harvest. Gotcha. There was no harvesting in 2019. There was just a lot of fun planting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Much of my, much of my life has been like that. You know, um, it's sort of, you know, that a lot, a lot of people who know me um, say, oh, wow, you know, you can write and you're an actor and you write music and you're a painter, um, you know, and uh, but I actually find that that's true from a, lo a lot of creative people. Um, in fact, very few creative people are, do I find, are not creative in various ways. Mm -hmm. You know, they have, you know, artistic people generally have different have a, several ways to express their creativity. Um, so, you know, I've always been, um, you know, somebody who has almost like relied on um, that idea of, I do all these different things. Um, and it's been sort of like an identity as a Renaissance person, you mm -hmm. know, that, that I've kind of, that has felt comfortable to me. Like a, it's almost like an ego, it's an ego affirming thing. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the truth is that I'm realizing now that it, it's very hard to, to see, to, to, to reach the goals that you want to reach uh, when you're doing so many things and when it's, when the moving around, uh, jumping from thing to thing to thing really is born out of, you know, restlessness or boredom or, mm -hmm. um, you know, a, a fear of having to 
slog through the unfun stuff. Yeah. And, and wow, you just yeah. answered what my next question was, was like, you, here you are, you're, how old are you again? You uh, I'll, I'll be 59 in January 3rd. Wow. 59. And you, you have all these things that you are so good at. Right. And, and, and then now you're like, okay, pick a lane. Yeah. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see possible stumbling? Sorry, I just popped the mic. Where do you see possible um, stumbling blocks for yourself going forward that you know you're going to have to, you're going to have to come up with new habits or new ways of handling things so that you can stay in that lane and, and keep going? Like, what do you need to do to dug proof that journey? Right. You know? Right. Well, I think that um, there have been periods in my life where I said, okay, I'm just cutting off. Uh, I remember from like shortly after our daughter was born um, and I started the, my, uh, my little agency that I talked about before, you know, I felt like, okay, the artist part is, is over. That mm. is that part of my life is over. I will never, you know, be on a stage again. I will never make art again. I am just going to, you know, I'm going to be, uh, you know, be doing this. Oh and my I'm gosh, my off. heart is breaking, Doug. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, awfulness. I, yeah, I went through a very, very dark period. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I found myself at the, uh, standing on a bridge in our little town. We have a little bridge um, over the, the Ronda Valley Creek or, and, um, I just was looking over the bridge one night and thinking, I'm just an earning machine, you know, from now on. And, um, there's really no point anymore. And, um, really if I fall over this bridge, um, you know, it's probably better for everyone because hmm. I'm just going to spread this misery. And then, I had a thought and I, I just thought of my daughter, you know, she was like, I guess it was about 10 years ago. She was about four. And I thought, Oh my God, if you do that, if you jump off this bridge tonight, your daughter is going to be known as that girl whose dad jumped off the bridge. Right. <laughs> you know, she's going to carry that. That's going to have such a huge impact on her. Mm -hmm. And, and, and wow, that's really selfish. And so I came off the bridge and I uh, woke up the next day and I said to my wife, we have to come up with something else, you know? And um, she was like, yeah, right. No kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so what we decided on is that um, she, she was going to produce a fundraiser where I was going to perform uh, actually that play, that one person play that was supposed to go to Broadway that didn't. Um, she was going to use that. As, she was going to build a fundraiser for one of her, you know, um, uh, nonprofits that she's on the board of. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was happy because I didn't, it wasn't about money for me. I was earning enough money at that time. Um, and so I, it got me to rehearse and it got me to, mm -hmm. and I discovered that a little bit of performing goes a long way for me. Like, you know, performing once or twice a year actually, uh, you know, satisfies that, that need. 
Um, so moving forward, so in answer to your question, moving forward, I think it's just about being aware of if there are parts of me that are starving for uh, to be heard, given this lane you know, that I've chosen, you know, picking, you know, picking a lane, because there, as I said before, there's a reason why I wouldn't commit to one thing and, and see it through. Um, there was some sort of, you know, there was some, you know, drive in there, some, you know, th something that I was afraid of, or some problem, quote unquote, that I was solving for myself emotionally, by continuing to spread myself so thin. So, um, you know, I want to be, uh, I want to pay attention. I want to, mm. I want to sit still. Mm -hmm. And I want to close my eyes. And I want to just stop, stop um, trying to uh, reach the next goal. Stop trying to be better. Stop trying to be more enlightened. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to be happier. And see if I can just sit like that for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes, and just stop. And then check in and see how do I feel? Uh, what are, you know, it's everything, I believe that everything you need to know about what to do next is just sitting there yeah. waiting for you to shut up. Waiting so for you, you to listen. listen. Shut up and listen. Waiting for you to listen. It really is like for anybody who is feeling like stuck and not sure of the next step or don't even know, like, what do I want? I don't even know what I want. I mean, really it's stop and, and give yourself time. I think it's so important to let yourself daydream, uh, yeah. to step back from it really, you know, you mentioned being selfish and I think the selfish, uh, gets a bad rap. And I think so, so often we're all trying to do, do for others and do, keep our kids healthy and fed oh, yeah. and clothed and, and it really is so important to take that time to listen to yourself, to listen to that little voice. Cause it's there. It's yeah. back there talking. And if you just yeah. give it a chance to come up and really, really have a, have a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And if I you feel can that stay way. tapped into that, you feel like you might be able, like even, like even a little detour, you're staying in your lane, but like, if you listen and let's say, you know, Oh, I'm feeling that thing. I, I need, a, I need an outlet. I need that creative outlet. I need to do something like, are you going to give yourself permission to take a little side sidebar and add it in? Or what do you think? Is that an open possibility? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I am. I have to say though, that I, I, I just want to backtrack a little bit. Something that you said that made me think of, um, uh, you know, I was raised in a violent and alcoholic house. And so um, taking care of other people, making sure that everybody else was feeling good is such a big part of my personality. Yeah. So what you're describing is a very kind of a new and very real, real thing for me recently too, which is, you know, what do, what, what do I want? Because, um, you know, be, be, taking care constantly having other, having other people's needs more important than yours, mm -hmm. um, it, it is, um, it, is not sustainable. 
it runs out, you know, you run out of fuel for that. Right. It and seems then, noble, but it's not sustainable. It's not. It yes. Just isn't. It's not sustainable and it's not noble really, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so as far as the, you know, will I allow myself to be creative? Uh, you know, I absolutely, if I notice that happening, but the truth is, is that since I started step three, um, it's been incredibly creative. Step three is an accumulation of 20 years of creating systems initially for my, you know, employees who were often, you know, college students or people who just graduated from college who really didn't understand internet marketing. So I created systems, checklists that they could like, you know, if we have a client and we need to start a YouTube account for, you know, you know, then here are the 12 steps and you check the, and you check them off. And so step three is just, it's all my webinars. It's my online courses. It's um, all my my checklists. It's all my, uh, there's like a whole list of all my favorite social media um, websites that that make things really easy for you, like removing background backgrounds from your pictures to make them look better, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. And I put it all together in one place for small businesses to um, not have to go looking all around for things. Mm -hmm. And that has been an incredibly creative thing for it me. It is, it's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. It's yeah. filled with little videos that I've been making and every month there's a new webinar uh, and, um, you know, which feeds, I find that, you know, doing the webinars does feed that performer, you know, part of me. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. um, and so, so far I don't feel, um, you know, hungry at all. In fact, I'm beginning to, you know, I said 2020, I was going to pick a lane. And then the idea was that in 2021, I would pick another lane, you know, and we'll see, you know, what happens then. But as we're moving closer to the end of 2020, um, I'm thinking that I think I'm going to re, re I'm going to sign up again for, <laughs> I'm going to re-sign up for 2021 on, um, uh, on step three and helping people tell their helping people tell their stories, especially now, because I see so many people needing to um, start a business yes. uh, because they've been laid off, um, you know, or uh, businesses that, you know, were kind of medium, small to medium sized businesses having to rethink how they're doing their marketing. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like step three, and it's also, I launched it on August 1st and it's been surprisingly well, it's gone actually gang busters i've gotten you know customers and people talking about it and um potential That's new so customers awesome. and yeah so you know I'm what i want to ask you 2021 as well i want to ask you because i love i love the name step three and you told me how you came to that but i i, I want you to to give the origins of that name so that people yeah. really get what it is yeah, yeah yeah so i figure um if you decide that you want to be a photographer or start a business a uh, podcast business <laughs> or uh, <laughs> you want to call or, it that <laughs> <laughs> hey you know you never know um right. or be an uh, astrophotographer so f step one is you dream up the idea mm -hmm. right um or receive the idea from uh you know the muse or whatever and step two is that you then start making that a business you know or you start doing it you do the idea but step three is when you you need to tell people about it 
Love it. So yeah. love it. Um, it's such a great name. It, 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 the concept of it. I love, I love how that all ties in. It's really cool. I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to see where this heads and where you go from here. Um, I want to be respectful of your time because we're coming up and I, I know you have things to get onto. Um, where can people find you? Well, if you are a small business and you are looking for some help in getting your story out there, you can find me at step3.coach. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and if you are interested in uh, my longtime passion for using humor as a tool to um, live, then you can go to dougmotel.com and see some stuff there. You can see my podcast, I think. Uh, cool. you can see my blog, um, and, um, and, uh, and yeah, and get on my, my mailing list from Doug, from dougmotel.com If you are interested in finding out about, um, you know, playing the game of 2021 or, uh, cause now you I got, love it. thinking, now, uh, it's plan, <laughs> now, now it's a plan, man. <laughs> you heard it here first people. Um, <laughs> What did I want to ask? Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Shiva Arms was amazing. I saw it oh, so many years ago. You did a production. And, Thank you. Um, Available on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime, I think. That's what I was wondering. You do have a recording of that? Yes. Oh, yeah. That is so cool. And it's available on Amazon Prime? Yeah, I think so. Shut yeah. up. That's very cool. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have to link to all these things in the show notes for you folks. And um, Doug, thank you so much for being here with me. It was great seeing you, Yvonne. Well, there you have it. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, I have a request. Can you take a second to leave a review or rating? I know I think I ask this at the end of every show. If, the thing is, reviews can be truly key in helping to build this mighty community of midlife adventurers. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, it's so easy. You just go to the main page of the podcast, scroll down to where you'll see the ratings and reviews, and you can choose anywhere from one to five stars to give it a rating just super quick. And, oh... I'm so excited for next week's show. I will be talking to Emily Clement. Her big pivot happened under the full moon in March of 2017 when, despite the strong advice of a few friends, she decided to burn a lifetime of journals in a backyard fire, which just makes me squeamish just to think of it. She did it because she needed to let go of her old stories about herself so she could create new stories. Seriously, I can't wait for you to hear this. I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay safe and well. Talk soon.